All right. Um, I want to talk to you guys about something that's really important. I don't know if you guys have heard about this yet, but it's a it's a new trend going on Instagram. Uh, started by Tom Hanks' son Chet. It's called a uh, White Boy Summer, and it's it's more fun than it sounds, guys. A lot more fun than it sounds. So Chet Hanks, obviously, Tom Hanks' uh really weird son, keeps popping up on social media doing a bunch the of dumb shit. The untalented one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the untalented <laughs> one. Not Colin Hanks from uh, from Fargo. Uh, he's the oh, one who's great. Yeah, he's the one who rides around drinking Jamba Juice and wearing Chrome Hearts and um and doing patois. I don't know if you've ever seen those videos of him at the Golden Globes. I'm not going to do the accent. Uh, I'm not going to do the accent. That's not very White Boy Summer as I'm about to get into. But uh, White Boy Summer <laughs> is a movement <laughs> that for some reason he felt the need to start. And uh, basically, it's uh, it's all about good vibes, guys. All about good vibes. It's all about cutting out uh, hate, cutting out uh, cutting out bullshit. Um, he laid down some ground rules for basically summer of 2021, uh, being a lot more specific. A couple rules. Uh, no more novelty sunglasses. Those are banned. Dubra, natural light, also banned. No salmon. No salmon whatsoever. Okay. Are you guys upset about that, or are you, are, are you guys liking these rules so far? I mean, I, I guess I'm going to have to throw out my salmon shorts, but um, yeah, so far so good. I kind of like it. Right, <laughs> he basically yeah. called out everybody from me and Troy's high school, bro, and Ryan and I's college, bro. And there was an Asian guy who hit him up in his DMs and said, "Hey, I'm Asian. I'm not white. Could I participate in White Boy Summer?" He said, "Absolutely." No, I mean, look, they want to start inviting everybody to the cookout. That's fine, but obviously, this is how we got Chet Hanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so why did he even do uh, yeah who asked him to do white boy summer in fact did he choose the name white boy summer he i don't know whether any other name i haven't looked too deep into the history of this to be I honest i don't think anyone asked him to yeah, do anything. i don't think anybody asked him to do this there's so many videos if you go on his instagram right now it's mm-hmm. probably like a hundred videos in a row and it's just all sweaty chet hanks tattooed either he's in his car with his callaway hat on or he's doing push-ups on the beach and meeting up with random like muscular dudes like dapping them up i don't know I don't know what he does throughout his day. I don't know where. I don't know. He's just like a bad idea factory. You know what I mean? Just all day he's just riding around thinking of these like stupid ass ideas for Instagram, and they're, they're somehow working for him. It's like wow. this is preparation. He's he's going full method for his next role. <laughs> I don't think he's ever had a role. Maybe it would be his debut role. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's why he's taking it so seriously. Yeah, it's just. I- <laughs> I don't really know what to make of it. All I can say is that I'm excited. Um, uh, I'm excited for the summer. I'm excited for for no reef sandals with with bottle openers on the bottom of them. I thought those were always disgusting. Oh, he, he said no to those. He banned those. Those are banned. Oh, okay. He's I pretty, mean, right? <laughs> He's pretty much had an open forum um, day after day, basically on his Instagram page, and he'll put up like somebody will will put up a rule. They'll say, "Hey, Chet, like, what do you think about this?" And he'll say, "Approved." Not approved. Today the discussion was about jean shorts. So he said that John Cena uh, below the knee jean shorts are banned, but contestable are the ones that are above the knee that you can buy from Forever Twenty One that are all like cut up. Uh, those are contestable. He put it on his story and it got a fifty fifty response. So that one is still in delegation. <laughs> but speaking of some white boys who uh, are doing some dumb shit, um, Justin Bieber and Morgan Whalen are are competing this week on the charts. Uh, Morgan Whalen, as we know is uh, Troy's favorite country artist. He recommended him on several different episodes. Wow. Uh, that is, that is um, 
not true. Uh, it was probably on just one episode. But then, like, the the, the very next episode uh, was when he decided to say the N-word. And that's when I, dis- I dissolved all of my, you know, all of my music pr- tastes away from this man. You realize he made even- shitty music all along and he's just a terrible artist. That's what you realize? Yes. Or, 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 <laughs> yeah, okay. What? 100%. I don't know. You know, it's just like, it's just like, bro, fuck it. You know that you can't be saying that shit. Like, you know, there's no excuse anymore. You know, so I'm just like, I'm just done with him now. Yeah, there was a whole thing uh, during that one weekend episode with the, uh, you know, with the Super Bowl and everything when Troy was doing his music recommendations. He went off for probably 45 minutes just like praising this album. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't really. <laughs> It just wasn't really good material. I had to cut it, basically. Uh, it was getting too overpraising, I would say. Uh, you know, Troy is an avid uh, avid uh, anti-masker, uh, and so is Morgan Whalen, so I understand why they connect. Okay, I, who, who said that? I that, that That is a slander. I've you know? never seen Troy without a mask on. Yeah, bro, fucking every photo I have of me, I, I got a mask somewhere in there. Just to, just to prove to the haters I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> Damn, man, I'm trying to start some riffs here. <laughs> you guys are just like, pop, 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 like fucking... Riffs? <laughs> you call me up. Yo, next you're going to be like, yo, Eve, like, I heard you're anti-vax. What's the deal with that? <laughs> so, Eve, I heard that you're anti-vax. What do, you, <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, I scheduled my COVID vaccination. Have you guys? Uh, yes, I'm vaxxed. Troy, are you vaxxed? I'm, I'm looking for it, you know? I'm looking real hard. Uh, but this shit is... Uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're just kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm looking, man. It's just hard to get. Mm. Everyone wants it, so I'm just like, you know, I'm just gonna wait my turn. As people who haven't been vaccinated, is it very difficult to get one? Like, what is the process like these days? Uh, dude, just gotta go online and like uh, try to find it. Uh, I've been going on, um, not, not CDC. I think I guess it was the CDC website, and just they have like a little like find your vaccination around you and, and i'm just looking at all these cvs's and rite aids and bullshit just to try to see if i can find one somewhere but it, they just keep saying they're booked so i'm just you know hoping one day that they won't say that they're booked damn that shit sucks. yeah no yeah, it sucks but I, yeah but you know what though i feel like um you know i guess i'd rather see that they're all booked you know what i mean everyone's getting them now I mean, over 100 million people are already vaccinated. You know, it's kind of nice. That's true. I knew that they were throwing them out for a while because they couldn't get them to people in time or something like that, which I thought was kind of fucking ridiculous. A lot of red tape, <laughs> a lot of red tape, you know, bureaucratic type shit going on. Nah, totally. Like, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, uh, someone was telling me that um, if you go to a CVS, like when they're about to close and you're just like, Hey, like, um, do you have any extra COVID vaccines you want to give out? And if they do, they'll just be like, yeah. You know, it's like the same yeah, rules at uh, Krispy Kreme. What are you Kreme. talking about? Bro, they got Krispy Kreme rules at CVS. That's wild. Yeah, bro, you go at the end of the day, <laughs> you're just like, I'll take the stale stuff. And they'll I'll take be like, the bad vaccines. You, I'll take the- <laughs> you can have the whole bag of vaccines. I'll take the expired vaccines. Speaking of people who probably took expired vaccines, Morgan Whalen. <laughs> what is wrong with that guy bro and why was he on the charts for so long could, he, could anybody explain so, this okay know. so i think um and yeah like i mean he was doing pretty well uh you know he was on snl uh then he got fired of snl and then he got rehired on snl and yeah he, he had a pretty good performance and like he was doing well 
And then he said, you know, that video of him who said the N-word came out. And then I think like we said in like an – actually the Super Bowl um, – not the Super Bowl episode, but the episode after that one mm-hmm. saying that um, after everyone that like, canceled him, all of his fans kind of banded together to listen to his music and make him number one. You know, kind of manipulating the the music market. To piss off the libs. As always. Yeah, it's to own the... Oh, dude, it's like, why do anything if you can't own the libs? You know, that's the reason why you should do stuff. Imagine putting somebody in your ear for, for like 30 hours a week just to own the libs. Just- yeah, man. I, I mean, you know, it's kind of like um, the other way around with Lil Nas X right now. Mm-hmm. But you wait, know, before he- we get to that, I did want to I did want to talk about Justin Bieber just for one moment. Because Justin Bieber and Morgan Whalen have a, a connection, uh, you know, so to speak. Uh, they they both, you know, in the past at least have liked saying a particular word, uh, a word that again I will not say. Let's but, say what's the word? Uh, what are you saying? Uh, uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber is back on top of the charts after putting Martin Luther King on his album. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's weird. Forgiving himself uh, with with a feature uh, about. What? How, how long ago did he say that word? I think he was like in seventh grade or sixth grade or something like that. Like pretty young guy, and he was like doing like that like horrible parody that he did of his own song, and he was saying all these like racial things, which I think most people at this point have kind of forgotten about for the most part. I mean, even if even if you didn't forgive him for it, like you probably haven't heard about it because it's just been so long. So it just puzzled me, like when I opened up the Justin Bieber album, and the first song I hear is you know it, it starts it kicks off with an MLK sample. Right off top, it's just like yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's weird how heavily influenced um, this album is of Martin Luther King Jr. Right. I don't understand where he factors into it. I mean, I understand like kind of, sort of, not really. Like, it, basically, you know, he got married to Haley Bieber. He's he's super Christian now, kind of like Chance the Rapper. So this is kind of like almost like his The Big Day type of album, where it's like he's like celebrating his wife and making songs mm-hmm. about his wife. And then, how does he rope? I mean, you've listened to the album in full. A couple times yes, at least, right, to review it. Like, how how does he rope MLK into that? Like, where does MLK is MLK liberating his wife? You, you know, it's actually funny how you you mentioned MLK's wife because, like, I feel like there has to be some like good audio clips of him talking about his wife because you know, like, you know, like something about love, you know, because like Justin Bieber, he's a pop singer who always like sings about relationships and shit, mm-hmm. and for some reason he just didn't use any MLK samples of him being like i love my wife like you know, being like, faithful or something yeah being faithful just like you know well i mean he wasn't but like, i was gonna say <laughs> besides the point but you know what i mean like like and no no it was, it was actually weird because like um on the mlk interlude like because like i'm actually gonna include that in my grading for this album because it just was so weird so like it's like sandwiched between like these two like pop generic pop songs. Uh I will admit the second one is better but I'll get to that. But um so Martin Luther King like he has a whole speech and it's basically about justice, about like saying like if you're worried about your social standing or like your popularity or something about justice mm-hmm. then like you you're as good as dead, you know? Like um like you could like you know mind your own business to like you're 90. But if you started doing that at the age of 39, then you've been dead since you were like 39 because you've just given up Hmm. on like trying to get justice. And he ends the speech with like a big speech of this. Like, I would die for justice. Like, you know, it was pretty like inspirational stuff. Sure. And then the next song is uh, Die For You. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, with Justin Bieber. 
And it's just like, I don't know. I I thought that transition was very bad. I thought it was bad taste. Just because, like, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. is talking about fucking justice. He's not talking about, you know, like, just some girl, you know, or, like, which just always makes music about, you know. Like, he, he pretty much said, like, he would die... I don't know. You know, Martin Luther King was so busy about justice and Justin kind of dumbed it down to something that like he just met Martin Luther King Jr. wasn't talking about. It's just like so completely fucked up and so ridiculous because Justin Bieber has never, ever been an, been an outspoken advocate for racial justice. I've never heard him say one thing even about Black Lives Matter recently. You know what I mean? Maybe 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 on trend he has or something like I missed it, but he's never been an advocate for that stuff. So I don't understand why the fuck he... He feels the need to bring MLK onto his, you know, pretty generic pop album. I, I didn't really like it that much. I did listen to it mm-hmm. once over. It just, that shit stuck out like a sore thumb to me. It's just like, it's like everything is completely fucked about that album. It feels like all the songs are short. Like he stole Justice's logo and like didn't ask them for permission for it. And then on top of it, he brings an MLK into something that MLK would not have approved of. It's just like. Yeah, joke. man. It's yeah, dude. It's it's not a. It's it's definitely a poor taste, and like I just don't think he was thinking. I guess you know, like of like what he was actually making. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you got MLK featured on the same album as the Kid Leroy. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's song for song, right? Isn't Kid Leroy like the song before or something? Yeah, yeah. The Kid Leroy's on the song before. <laughs> it's and it's just like he's singing about like you know. Uh, like I'll hold you down. Like I'll be a shoulder to cry on. Like you know, like like pretty like generic stuff. And like I don't know. I was kind of hoping more from this Bieber album because like I mean I've been following his career for a bit. Um, I think Purpose was probably his like better, his last great album. It was like his best album, lat- I would say. Yeah, Purpose was really good. That was a Bro, he had like album. Travis Scott on there. Like it was it was nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, and then the, his last album was just garbage. And then this one, like I don't know. Like, I think it would have been fine if, oh, not like a great, but like it would be, just be fine if he just didn't have the Martin Luther King stuff on there. It's just like, like you were saying earlier, like nobody really asked him to even do this. Like, he hasn't really been a proponent in the, like, in, with the culture for like, like that, in like that way. Right. At least like, I don't, never really saw it or he just didn't really stick out to me. But yeah, it's just, I don't know, bad taste. I don't think he's. I don't think he's been. I mean, publicly, I don't think he's been an a, an offender or a defender of black people since he was in. You know, since he was in seventh grade, and he said that horrible thing in that video. I have not heard him. Mm-hmm. You know, say one offensive thing or one defensive thing <laughs> at all. It's just well, completely been yeah. neutral, right? No, yeah, I think I think he learned his lesson. I mean, you know, like I think he he as he grew up in front of everybody. Like, I think he was able to pick up, like, some good social cues. Like, I don't think he, like, said, I, I doubt he st- says it anymore, you know, just because, like, he's an adult now. Yeah, it's, but, not even, um, it's not even really for the public, you know, who who is mostly white, first of all, or him to even declare, like, I'm good now, you know, especially especially with <laughs> issues of race. You know, with with the drug shit and with the driving his Lambo 150 and, you know, 150 miles per hour in Dubai and pissing in mop mm-hmm. buckets at restaurants. Yeah, like, p- right. piss in that bucket. Yeah, I would <laughs> I, say, I would say I would say his church stuff and the um and the roast kind of kind of took care of that. You know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, OK, we made fun of him and now he's he's seen Jesus. OK, cool. But the race stuff is like kind of not really for him to deal with. And and the whole thing, it's like almost like a Streisand effect where it's just like nobody was paying attention to you being a racist. And then you go you <laughs> you go the extra mile and get an MLK feature on your album. And now everybody's like, wait, why did he do that again? Oh yeah, that's right. 
that video, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. It just, yeah, I don't know. Bad, I, I, I can't say it better than I just thought it was in real bad taste. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess now he's on the top of the charts. I'm glad that Morgan Whalen is off because he didn't deserve that spot, even though the yeah. charts are bullshit anyway. Fuck it, who cares? But um, speaking of speaking of the charts, speaking of whatever, speaking of speaking of you know whatever transitions, who cares? Lil Nas X uh, has a new song out, and I want Eve to join in on this because me and Eve experienced the video together in in his apartment, and I wanted oh, to. Oh, he did. I, I just want to get Eve's uh, hot take on this. So Eve, go ahead, bro. Don't, let me know what your first thoughts on the video and the song was. Yeah, I mean it was a cool video, um, but like Lil Nas X, bro. I mean, come on, y'all. Like we we know how. We know what Lil Nas X is doing right now. You know what I what's mean? He, no, what's he doing? We all know. He's just like cloud chasing right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Isn't it, isn't it kind of obvious? Like he's just trolling conservatives just to, I don't know, get his song on the billboards. Well, that's what he's doing now. But do you think that's what the purpose of the video was? Just to own the right? Do you guys like a single Lil Nas X song? I would say that I like some of his music. I like Rodeo. I like Panini. Get out of here. You don't I, listen to that shit every day. <laughs> I, was camping. I do listen to Panini. Not regularly, but like... If I'm okay, not, Panini's a cool song. Panini's good. Okay, but like, this guy has like no talent, right? Like, outside of hiring like a good music video director. Mm-hmm. I, I would say the thing about Lil Nas X is he's such a... he's. I, I don't know if he's quote-unquote talented but i think his brand is so multifaceted you know what i mean first of all you know as a gay man it just opens up so many none of us are gay so none of us can really speak on this but but makeup is a fucking booming fucking industry costumes all that stuff ever since rupaul's drag race costumes and makeup have just completely exploded especially on social media so I feel like even if he wasn't singing, even if he wasn't making music videos, even if, you know, this or that, he would still end up at the Met Gala in some way or another. You know what I mean? Just based off of his image and based off the way that he carries himself, I feel like. But the yeah, music... Lil Nas X is the, is the best hustler out here right now. He flipped oh, he a Red Dead Redemption it. song into a whole career, bro. That's just crazy. He keeps flipping it. He's going to keep doing it. Like, he's just going to troll. He's going to make another video. I mean, I don't understand how any of this stuff, like, he said, like, he said something about, like, this video is, like, going to open so many doors for gay people everywhere. I'm like, okay, like, sure. Like, I mean, I- I'd love to hear what these doors are mm-hmm. that he's opening with this video and, you know, how it connects to anything relevant outside of Again, trolling the right. I don't know if it, the whole video is about him just trolling the right, you know. I thought uh, he was just taking some weird creative direction. I don't know. I, I personally don't really get it. Um, but, you know, I don't think that video was, was for me. I, like you know, you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. I thought the video was, was fine, you know, for the most part. A little outrageous at the end when he was giving uh, Satan a lap dance, but like I, I thought that was like part that of. That was the... hilarious! Oh my god! Yeah, right. Like I you, thought that was part Ryan, of it. I was like, that's hilarious. That was so funny, bro. I mean, I didn't think it was hilarious in like the terms of like the video. I just thought it was hilarious in the fact that it was cringy as fuck. <laughs> I, I will say at the end of the video, Eve said, "Hey, do you want to watch that as uh, again?" I don't know if he I meant- did. I did. And you know what, dude? You know why? Because, like, it, it legitimately is a good video. Like, and that's the thing about Nas X. Like, 
he has like a talent for like you know he should be a director honestly like he's mm-hmm. got like some serious talent in that area he's definitely an entertainer you know i think he's more of an entertainer than he is a musician like an all-around performer i would say mm-hmm. uh, more than anything right i guess more of like a performance artist you know what i mean like he he i don't i don't think he's a again i think his music is literally garbage like i think like <laughs> i i like so I mean I, I mean it's true though like I, it's it's not good like I mean it's acceptable but it's like it's nothing special at all and the mo- the main thing we know him for is this kind of shit so I mean that just shows his business model right there yeah the antics I, and the clout chasing I mean even with the song even with Old Town Road like the whole push for that song the reason why it went number one is not because it was just like a cool song or a good song number one as you said Red Dead Redemption two number uh, number two though is that TikTok. As well, well, TikTok was, it was this was before TikTok though with Old Town Road. Before TikTok, yeah, yeah it the, was. Wow. The main dude. thing was the controversy. It was that they refused to put it on the country charts because technically, I guess musically, it wasn't really there, and everybody called it racist. And then from there, it was like, oh, we got to get the shit back on the charts. Then it got back on the charts. Then it started yeah, winning AMAs. Then so got, artificial, right? I mean, I, the momentum was cool, and I yeah, and the, yeah. the whole thing is oh, as, the Billy Ray Cyrus remix was. I'm not gonna lie, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it at a party every now and then. Yeah, right. I mean, as a member of the general public who hates, um, uh, you know, Billboard stuff and who thinks that the Billboards are kind of a joke, I like to see trolling every once in a while. I like to see somebody who, um, I like to see somebody win who, you know, doesn't usually get a chance to win. I like to see a song that's not country, obviously. Yeah, you know, I just mean, get on the charts. It's funny. No, I feel that, and I would. I think it'd be cool if like he was actually like trolling them in like a Nathan for you or like Eric Andre way, where it was like you know what I mean, like about the troll. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's really about just to garner sympathy and to get people on his side. It's and it's really just like I'm like really guys, like you guys don't see this guy just playing you for sympathy points right now. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, what do you mean by like sympathy maybe points? I don't know about sympathy points. It's just I, I think he's very tapped into the culture and he knows what what makes people, you know, offended and what makes people uh, cheer. You know what I mean? And I think that like something like this video or something like his um, Satan sneakers that he released with the one drop of blood in them or whatever they have in them, like I think something like that is like such a cultural thing that you just put out there. And because of the way that the culture is nowadays, the way that, you know, it's it's Fox News versus CNN, it's just automatically going to be a fight. Everybody's going to want to take a stand on, on this. Just Yeah, he's yeah. Fox News. Like, that's the level of, like, integrity he has. Well, <laughs> I'm not that much of a Nas X hater. I don't know about that. I, don't I mean, Fox News and Fox like he's going to do an interview CNN. with them. Both, like, I'm just saying, like, you just compared him to two... Cable news, like, yeah. Like, really shitty... Yeah, cable news sucks, like, mm-hmm. so... I mean, that's... No, no, yeah. That's a little nice. <laughs> Yeah, Fox Ryan, I, I mean... No, I, I, I think I know what Ryan means of just, like... I mean, the best way to, like, get the public's attention is to just do controversy, just straight up. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Because, like, that's what, that's what gets eyes. That's what uh, gets people to, like, you know, check out shit. I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't check out the music video until, like, today. Because, like, of all the controversy he's got, you know, it kind of works. You know, he's really good at, at doing that. I mean, um, look, you know, I saw, you know, I saw a clip of this man giving Satan a lap dance, and I was like, I have to see what the fuck this is, dude. <laughs> and, like, that, that's, that's, his, that's his thing. Like, that's, that's what he's going to do from now on out. Yeah. No, nah, dude, honestly, I thought the music was a little, a little weird, too. I, I just didn't get the... 
Bro, I woke up and I saw that shit on Twitter, dude. I was like, wow, this is what today's going to be like. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to be talking about Lil Nas X. Yeah. Dick and balls in Satan's face. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I I just, you know, I mean, me and Ryan talked about it, but it's like, dude, Satan just like, his face was just so stoic. I was like... Wow, that like that just spoke to me. I don't know why. I don't know why, but like that shot. You know, he's a good director. He needs to like just tap into that and just really just go all the way with the directing, bro. Forget the music. Like it's not working out, bro. But you know what I mean? Like, but, but I think it is because he has the number one song in the whole ever. I mean, Old Town Road is the number one song ever. Oh, I mean, listen, man. Like if that's what he, I mean, it doesn't work for the anti podcast. He's a hustler. Somehow it works for the rest of America. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, you, so you guys are saying you didn't have his music on your on your playlist for parties? Um, no. Maybe Panini. And Yo, maybe we were that- listening to Marvin Gaye and like fucking like funk and shit at my old apartment. We were not listening to Lil Nas X. No, not even for the meme. No, nah, I mean he would be there. I mean, I guess if we were like playing Fortnite, like. Maybe we'd hear some Old Town Road from, like, a 10-year-old. Right, now that's epic. That's epic. <laughs> we should talk about the shoes a little bit, I guess, right? I oh, mean, those shoes did look cool, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, those shoes, they look tough. Like, a little posery, because it's like, okay, like, yeah, Satanist, whatever. Pentagram, like, all that shit. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, definitely, you know, that's the little Nas X, too. That's, like, the culture nowadays, just to be, like, super posery like that. But I thought they looked fly, nonetheless. It, it is cool how he hopped from, like... Like queer cowboy to like gay devil. Yeah, it's just like he's just revamping. It's just creating a new identity. It's like typical pop star shit, right? Because because first he wasn't even. I don't know, man. You know who also became a gay uh, gay demon? Fucking Playboy uh, Cardi. Playboy Cardi. (laughs) (laughs) He's not gay. He he said it already. Come on, bro. (laughs) No, you're right. We thought they thought he was gay. But um, you know what that's funny. It was funny. I was actually thinking about that today. I'm like, damn, these shoes. Like, if um, Playboy Cardi dropped these shoes with a uh, whole lot of red, these shits would have sold out too. <laughs> Yo, the, yeah, that's what I'm. Those would have been tough with a whole lot of red, bro. Those would have been so tough. Yeah, just like I don't know. I I like the way that they look. It's like pretty crazy. I mean, they're getting sued. Like, obviously, even if I think it's a stupid thing, you know, obviously Nike thought it was even stupider because Nike has been cracking down like a motherfucker on these shoes. Like the first day that they were released, which was today. Um, yeah, they already sent a cease and desist. They already sent like a lawsuit to misfits, uh, mischief, the company that made it. And, um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Warren Lotus. He's the dude who made the, um, air force ones that have like the Jason hockey mask on the side of them. Oh, nah, sued no, the shit a... out of that guy as well. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> he totally copied their silhouette, obviously, and he marketed them almost as if they were Air Forces or whatever, like specialized Air Forces. But yeah, Nike is not the ones to fuck with. And the whole thing about Nas X that I kind of respect a little bit is that Nas X didn't get into this business venture. He, he was just the face of it. So I don't think he's going to get sued. I think he's just going to ride the controversy, which is kind of kind of sick. I'm not going to lie. Oh. No, it's totally genius. I mean, what was it? He only made, like, I don't even know if he actually did it, but it, he said that he made six, a pair, like, was it 666 pairs of shoes? The company, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the company did, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, it's a, clearly they weren't trying to make money off these shoes. They just wanted the controversy of having Nike sue them. 
You know, that's why he's making memes about it right now that might, that he's getting sued by Nike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just I just I found the price uh, estimated uh, $719,280 net. I don't know how much they would cost each shoe, probably like 100 each shoe. So you could probably minus like 100K off of that or something. This is how much they made because they sold 666 pairs, right? And mm-hmm. there were they were uh, uh, 1080 uh, retail. So one, so $1,080 retail. So he made uh, nearly 720K or they made 720K off those shoes. Yeah, but you know how much money uh, he made off of all that free publicity of ton. Of Musical News Network being like <laughs> a they got ton. Sued. And he's not getting sued. <laughs> yeah, right. He's just like, oh yeah, it's like we had no we had no plan to even make more. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I guess the general consensus on this from the three of us is, uh, you know, maybe there is no general consensus because Troy, you seem to like his music. Me and Eve don't like his music and don't like this video. And I think all three of us probably can understand. Even he, I mean, even he can understand this. I, I, he's a marketing genius, but he, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say like you know, I'm a huge fan of his music, but I do appreciate. He said, yeah, his don't genius. put me in that. <laughs> said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. like I didn't say all that, but um, I don't know. I I, I do appreciate. I don't know. He is kind of a little bit of a genius right now. You know, he's able to market himself so well. I mean, hell, he was able to market himself so well with his last like hit single, you know, Old Town Road. That he literally made the song of ever. Right. You know, like he, he's that, that, he's really good at marketing, you know. I will agree with what Eve said, though. Maybe not the best musician, but he should totally get into something else. Yeah. All right. That, that's a fair point. And um, I think we should probably move on to um, this whole Justin LeBoy, Saweetie, and Quavo debacle, I guess you'd call it. Um, oh, my God. The, the most important interview of the. The quarter so far, right? Probably, yeah, probably since Frost Nixon, the most important in American <laughs> okay. history. I, I don't know about that. I said, I said since the beginning of the year, sir. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> Go off. I mean, yeah. So, did you guys see it? I mean, I, I mean, uh, yeah. So, I just, I just watched it while I was eating Chipotle. It was a great, great interview. Troy, did you see it? No, I didn't get a chance to. All right. Well, I mean, did you see the clip? I mean, okay. Well, for. Those of you guys who don't know, um, you know, Justin LeBoy, um, he's a Instagram influencer. He has an Instagram page that where he posts like memes and, you know, he always tags it with hashtag respectfully. Um, but yeah, so he has a show now on Revolt, which is pretty sick. Um, and he, his first guest was Chris Brown. Did you guys, have you guys seen the show? I mean, I mean, Ryan, you said you saw some of it, right? Like some of the show. I saw so the like, Sweetie you know, episode. Yeah. I didn't see the Chris Brown one. I, I, I don't really have an interest cause I hate Chris Brown, but go, go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean, so you know that like you just know the, um, the Format. setup. It's like, yeah, the formats like round table discussions with celebrities and bad bitches in the back. Right. Right. So. Yeah, so basically, um, he had Sweetie on there, who has been dating Quavo for a while now. You know what I mean? She's a city. She's not a city girl, but like she's like that got that city girl vibe. Um, but yeah, um, she was on the show with Justin the Boy, and then Justin, um, what's his name, Combs was on there too. So that's Diddy's son. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but um, he and Sweetie were dating, um, which is like you know, Justin like, Combs. Yeah. Did you oh know that? shit! When was that? Yeah, I mean they were dating in like college or some shit. I think, right? Like, oh I think my they god, were, this yeah, is so, so much more messy ex. than I anticipated. 
Yeah, bro, it's messy as fuck. I mean, but, you know, it, it's just typical shit. Um, <laughs> like, so yeah, she was on the show and basically she said that, um, you know, if, uh, if they're gonna have a threesome, it's gonna be with two dudes. Yeah, and her and Quavo, Everyone right? lost their shit. Yeah, I mean, with her and any dude, basically. Mm-hmm. She was like, if we're gonna have a threesome, we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna, it's gonna be me and two dudes. Right, it's like classic, Which, classic girl troll response where it's like, oh, like, all right, we can have a threesome. You can pick the guy. Ha ha ha. Type of shit. Which I don't yeah. know if she was joking or if she was trying to get at Quavo or something. I mean, I think she was kind of like violate Quavo a little bit. Um, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was a troll response, but I can see how it could be either way. But I mean, I don't know. She's for the streets, bro. Street. <laughs> Streety. Um, but yeah, I mean, shit was crazy. Like, I don't know. Would you guys, you guys just like Justin LeBoy? I love his page, like, a lot. It's pretty sick. Um, I, I, I think, uh, it popped off really because of the quarantine and he had Meek Mill. Like commenting under every post, like in the beginning of quarantine. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, it, like me, the people used to think that Meek ran the page because, like, it was, he was just under each <laughs> and every, um, you know, he was like under, commenting under every post. Um, but it's a great page. Like, I like, it's hilarious. Yeah. I, um, I'm not sure how, 100% how I feel about that interview. Uh, I would definitely feel offended if, if, if uh my girlfriend went on there and was talking to those guys because they give me those um uh let me see faux deep faux you know energy manifestation they are vibes. they are playing they are rubbing listen, their man, hands those... together smoking a smoking a blunt under the under the projector while watching masters Mardo. of the game yeah uh, masters <laughs> type of guys like i'll come over and catch a vibe with me oh it's oh but what about my boyfriend ah oh, you know he's not the vibe you know he's an aquarius yeah. he's cancer. toxic kings oh my god toxic kings we need them those guys need to go bro <laughs> I fucking... what <laughs> I hate that shit. I hate that fake shit. <laughs> you don't want, you don't love our toxic kings, bro. We gotta support them. I don't know, man. Like, like, <laughs> what's what's the name of that app where people have conversations in it? It's like it's just Clubhouse. Like, Clubhouse. I've seen so many Clubhouse things where it's like it's like Joe Budden and like eight women who do not have boyfriends and do not have long lasting uh, relationships. Joe is Joe is the king of this. <laughs> Joe Joe and Justin are like friends too, it's bro. So they talk about energy every that. three seconds. <laughs> Like, hey man, listen. These girls want to talk energy. about. Listen, bro. These girls, listen, man. There's some energy that they know about. We just gotta, as fellas, we just gotta, you know, we just gotta tap into it. You bro, know what I mean, t- feel the vibe out a little bit. Every time, every time they want to cheat, it's just like it's like I was with my boyfriend, but I wasn't feeling his vibes. <laughs> you know, he just wasn't the vibe. He just wasn't the vibe. I feel them. I feel them. Right. He's vi- his come vibe- catch a vibe over here, Auntie. <laughs> That guy's vibes. Were, <laughs> that guy's vibes were worth fifty thousand dollars, but my boyfriend's were only worth twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Listen, there's a there's a beautiful vibe over here. If anyone's trying to catch a vibe, <laughs> we have some great vibes. Fuck your boyfriend's vibe. Yeah, it's a good fuck about your boyfriend. Girl has some bikes and a cat. You know, he also has a cat and a bike. Do you have a bike as well? I got vibes. <laughs> he got vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. As far as that interview goes, like I, I just saw it was a setup from the beginning. I mean, you just see it's it's you know they're they're in the back that you see the pools in the background. Nobody's swimming. The pool is dark. There's there's. Y'all the, really think he cheated? Like you think? Do I think Quavo cheated? Oh, one hundred percent, Quavo cheated. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, he probably did. But even if he did, like that was just some weird shit. Like you really go on TV, like. 
I mean, like from the beginning, Sweetie really just never really acted like she was in a relationship, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. Like, she always would be on those videos and be like, yeah, like if you don't, if your man isn't like buying you a Birkin, he's not worth anything. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess the, like the male equivalent would be like, you know, like if she's not fucking on the first date, like she's not worth it. Like, and right. it's just like, I don't know. I feel like that's not great relationship material. Um, no, but, I, th- those things are going to flame out. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you're if you're like a super hot uh, hip hop star and you're dating a super another super hot hip hop star, I mean, it's just like it's just only a matter of time before one of you cheats or, you know, it's fa- it's just like. I just remember no. the, the first interaction when uh, Quavo just all he did was send the 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 uh, snowflake emoji. Right. And was just like, I'll be your glacier boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. you just know that. That was a meme for a day. Up. Remember that? Simp behavior. You just know that they were going to date and the publicist was like, yo, you should you should send this over. This would be really good for, you know, quality control records. You can sign her next year type of shit. Or it's just like, I don't know. It just all is seems very signed? fake. Is she signed to quality control? I mean, I'm sure she probably is. No. I don't know. Who knows? But I'm sure that they're under the same label because they're all owned by the same shit. But it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Don't have too much more to talk about on this topic. I'm going to f- find some way to transition probably with music. I'll probably cut some of the stuff out. And mm-hmm. uh, let's see. What else could we talk about? You know, no matter how much money, no matter how much fame you have, you can always, always, always be a simp. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on, like the the hip hop dating world right now. It's like, who's gonna win, the city girls or the toxic kings? Oh, speaking of that, actually, I, I what about Lil Uzi and and JT? Do you think Uzi is being fleeced? I wanted to bring this up before, but I, I completely forgot Ooh. about this topic. You think that Uzi is being city girl or what? I don't know, man. Like Uzi, I don't understand those tweets, bro. <laughs> which ones like he's just like i don't know he seems very much in love that's i, I guess that's cool i mean it's cool but like i i think it's a little, uh... <laughs> the tweets are uh, let me pull them up it's yeah they're a little weird he's like, Definitely don't... the best music with her in the studio there was a, there was a, there was a picture oh, on instagram where it's just like her bent it's like a very bad picture of like her bent over, I think, and he's recording. <laughs> like her ass is like pressed up against him as he's recording a song. Yeah, I really mean, funny. she was wait, wasn't she with Yachty too before that? Was she? Pretty oh. sure. Yeah, Maybe. pretty sure. Damn, she's really going for the, the the dudes who have who spend the most money on the dumbest shit, huh? <laughs> or I mean, I guess like the hottest rappers right now too. That's true, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, Uzi has that diamond on his head. I, I feel like there's going to be some sort of Mission Impossible style, uh, City Girls, uh, infiltration of, of the penthouse. <laughs> he's going to get bagged up and taken. He's going to swap it when he's sleeping. Yeah, swap it with, with a piece of candy or something. Yeah. Man, some, yeah, nah, poor, yeah. <laughs> Do you, you got the tweets, Troy? Oh, dude, they're. Uh, he, he is madly in love, man. I will say, all these are—they're actually pretty sweet. 
I'm not gonna lie. Like, um, uh, like I, I love JT so much that I will do anything for her. She is the best. <laughs> <laughs> she is the best feeling I've ever had in my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so good bro you, you uh, do a great uzi read like this is just weird tweets like was it trying to give myself a tattoo nothing but scratches lol like come on bro try to find something better bro that sucks i know it sucked that's what i'm saying like he needs better tweets uh i want a jt specific tweet yeah i mean are there any more about jt uh, there were a ton. I'm about to go on Twitter. I'm about to see what I can <laughs> hey, I'm looking this up. <laughs> Fuck this. My dark. Yo, queen. this girl just posted her ass on, on Twitter, man. Like, this is what I'm talking about, bro. JT is the one. Oh, do you guys remember yeah. when um, <laughs> JT is the one? Bat. Bat. Here, I got this one. Um, so JT tweeted out, "I love crab legs." So then Uzi was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Uzi was like, they on the way." And then she responded with a picture of the crab legs that Uzi delivered to her. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Uh, Damn! Good, good for her. You know what? This man is, moves fast. We're International Women's Month is almost over. I just want to support a hero, just a, just an absolute queen. JT, what you're doing is so transparent, and it's it's incredible. Little Uzi has so much stupid money. Twenty million dollars on a diamond on his head. You know, like as you you're, said, you know how many crab legs you can buy with twenty million dollars. Yeah, I wish I could eat crab legs. I'm allergic to shellfish, guys. Really? Oh, my God. You're missing out. uh, Here's one. Um, Thank you for being the realest person in my life and checking me when I'm wrong. Aw. See that? He's a doge man. He's in love. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. Oh, look at us. You guys seen The Sopranos? Yes. You've seen it? Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh shit, show. dude! I'm on season one. Yeah, this show is so fucking good. Oh my god! You're in season dude. one, dude, get ready it's for so a crazy ride. Good. It's oh so fucking good. Oh my god, this is like the one of the best shows I've ever fucking seen, dude. Dude, right? It's Don't just, you just love Tony Soprano? I just He's love so cool. Tony. I just love Tony. I love every character. Like, it's so fucking funny, dude. It's such a funny show. Like, I laugh every episode out loud. It's insane. Dude, right? He always gets stressed out in like everything. Like, yeah, Jesus. it's so funny. Like it's not even like a dark. It's a dark show, but it's like it's so much more about just like the American experience going into the 21st century and like you know this old school guy like feeling like he doesn't have a purpose and like mm. mask. It's just it's such a deep show. It's like I, I don't know. I really fuck with it a lot. I I, I think um like I'm just glad I have some time to watch it. That's cool. Mm. Um. Because, yeah, it's amazing. I'm just Dude, thankful really I can binge it, you know? Yeah, man. You know what's funny? I feel like uh, recently, like, like the Sopranos have been making a comeback on, like, through memes and stuff. It's been like the new Office, right? Where it's just, like, every person is posting on their story. Every person is posting memes about it. And not to, oh, ruin, wow. the, not to ruin the Sopranos for you. <laughs> like, like, the way that the Office was ruined for me. But, um, yeah, no, for sure. Like, there's a whole cultural, like, uprising of people 
like reappreciating the Sopranos, and they're even coming yeah. out with the movie. I think really coming soon. Yeah, the um, something Saints of Newark. I think it's called the Last Saints of Newark or something of that sort. What's, what's it be about? Oh my, it's a prequel. Yeah, no one. I'm not going to bring it up because I don't want to spoil it for people. But no, it's yeah, a prequel. Honestly, uh, J- James Gandolfini's son is playing him. That's all I know. Oh. Oh, that's so cool. R.I.P. to a legend, man. He played Dude, the shit out he, of Tony. He was Tony Soprano, you know, like, and he was amazing at everything he did. He was like literally my favorite part of the whole, of the whole yeah. thing. Like literally, yeah. like every other episode, I was always like Tony, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. You're just like yeah, Tony, yeah, Tony! like it's so, yeah, dude. I love him. He's so great, dude. He's so good. Edie uh, Falco as um, Carmela is. Oh fantastic. my god, I love them, dude. And like you know, like I grew up in Philly. I was I was in South Philly a lot. You know what I mean, Philly, Jersey area. Like so, this is like. You know, and now I live in New York, and it's just like it's so cool. It feels like seeing like my even like like my neighbors or some shit, or like you know people not people I know, but people who I would run into. You've you probably been I mean? around those areas, no? Like if you if you've been in New Jersey, you maybe you probably driven past a lot of these things. I mean, it's all over New Jersey that they filmed it too. Yeah, and, dude. and Philly too. Yeah, I mean Philly is a Philly is a mm-hmm. big mob town, bro. Like mm-hmm. keep it, yeah. So, I mean the the bada bing the um strip club is like. Three, four minutes from my house in New Jersey. Wow! You know, like the party box and stuff next to all that. Wait, shit? Wait, 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 wait! You say you live four minutes away from the um, Bada Bang? Yeah, very, very close. I've been there before. It's like, a, oh, wow! It's a regular ass strip club. I mean, they, they, <laughs> they kind of suck over there. They gave me a pretty bad lap dance, I would say. <laughs> the girl had to go on stage, so she just left mid lap dance, and no, I was like fifty dollars. Okay cool damn bucks since she left you yeah she's like oh i gotta go on stage i was like how is that my problem why did you agree to this bada bing you, you know your rotation bada bing bada bing but you're like hey come back and finish somebody was like hey what are you doing broke my fucking arm broke your fucking arm. rolled me up in a, in a carpet in the back or something you just see him beat up some guy with the telephone like what the fuck yeah i would not i would not mess with him if i was in there yeah i know they played they played like a lincoln park song i forgot which one i think it was like paper cut and then right after they played fade by post malone it was like very the djing in there was it was pretty fucking bad i would say but yeah it was cool being in there it was cool looking around and seeing the club like i was like and then watching the show you guys remember that episode where like uh chris's girlfriend is like trying to get into the music industry Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to make yes. it music related. Yeah, that was great. I just think, like, the music in that show, in that episode in particular, was just hilarious. Like, it was, I don't know, I, they definitely, like, have a, a very, like, self-referential style. You know what I mean? And I think they, like, were kind of trolling us with some of those songs on that episode because it was so cringy. Dude, yeah. Honestly, man, just wait for like the sh- the show is gonna get better and better. Like, like I think the way The Sopranos works is like you'll be watching them like you know live their life and shit, and then just like the most random shit will happen to them, and it yeah. just like changes everything forever. Yeah, it's always like either it's always like either some family shit is going on or some gangster shit is going on, and it's like it's fun to switch between both. I think and just like see how it ultimately impacts Tony. Cause he'd be stressed out. Yeah, bro, he he really be stressing out, man, about some ducks. <laughs> uh, but man, I I feel him though, bro. He, he's always dealing with some morons. He's like fucking moron. I'm like, I feel you, bro. <laughs> Been there before. <laughs> Understand that. <laughs> <laughs> 
So enough about the Sopranos, guys. Let's talk about some music again. Some some new shit that came out uh, in the last couple of weeks because we've been off the air for you know two weeks or whatever. Um, and there's been a lot of a lot of pretty good music, I would say. That's that's come out. Um, it's been aight. It's been aight. Uh, <laughs> so I want to talk to you guys just a little bit about Lana Del Rey because I kept trying to start it and I've just never had the time. Um, I love the first song. The first song is really excellent. Bro, you should make the time. Why? Tell this me. This album is so delicious. What's so good about it? No, not good. Delicious. What's so delicious about it? Go off, Troy. <laughs> I, I, no. I thought like you were getting ready to go off. No, yeah, here, I'll go off. Um, <clears throat> um, honestly, like, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really, like, she just sounds probably as, like, the smoothest she's ever sound, even compared to Norman fucking Rockwell. And, like, the production is beautiful on every single song. Uh, what's his name? Jack um, Anatov. Antonov, yeah. Yo, he, dog, you say Anatov every time. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, did I say it right? Antonov, bro. Antonov. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I cannot say his fucking name right. But uh, anyways, <laughs> the man, he's a genius when he gets in the booth uh, with Lana Del Rey. Like, they make beautiful music, and Lana's lyrics are just incredible. And, yeah, honestly, just, like, an amazing album that is super emotional. And, yeah, it was awesome. How is it better than her last, though? You said it's be- you said it's be- even better? Uh, I didn't. I don't know if it's, like, better per se. But I think it definitely, just stylistically, I think it makes more sense than it did um, with Norman fucking Rockwell. Um, plus, like, there were no covers on the new album as well, mm. which I really liked. Like, it was all new music. Right. Um, well, there was one cover. It was, or you mean like repeats? You mean cover like a song that's been made in like the seventies, and they do like a rendition of it? Or something yeah, like, like that? how like she did "Doing Time" on um, Sublime, but yeah. she did have a cover. Oh, yeah, which cover? For free. For free is a oh. cover. Oh, yeah, really? that's by Joni Mitchell. We talked about it. Ah, okay. I totally okay. forgot. Yeah, I, I don't. I I think um, I saw something on Fantano's page where he was doing like a let's argue, and he was talking about covers. I don't think covers necessarily detract from the album, depending on if they're good or not. You know, it seems like yeah, for free I mean, is probably a good one, right? I loved it. I thought it, I loved Joni Mitchell, and I think like you know, this is the direction stylistically that Lana is going in, like in terms of her music. So hmm. I thought it made sense for her to like do a Joni cover, Loki. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, now you guys are talking about it. The um, Sublime cover, like, I liked it and everything. It doesn't really, like, every part about it doesn't really fit into the album. Like, it's supposed to be a vintage yeah. kind of album, and, like, she's doing a cover of, like, a, you know, pretty douchey uh, of a douchey 90s song, right? Like, Who are I not mean... a part of White Boy Summer. Cut Sublime <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a part of White Boy Summer. And neither is Morgan Whalen. Fuck you. But, sorry. Go ahead. No, but, um... <laughs> Actually, quick question about White Boy Summer. What about White Claws? <laughs> so White Claws, so White Claws are up on the table for debate. I can actually check his Instagram right now. Let me just double check. <laughs> White Claws up for debate. White Claws are on the on the docket. Um, let me just see. <laughs> see, I'm telling you, it's expansive. Yeah, it's extremely expansive. And bro, you know what's the other a monster here? You know what's the other crazy thing? No. <laughs> what? Both Patia's fantasy world has posted him multiple times, like as a joke. And all of her followers are posting vomiting emojis, of course, but whatever. But one of her followers, SZA, gave the thumbs up. And you know who else gave a thumbs up to White Boy Summer? Rihanna. 
Okay, well, listen, man. Rihanna, Rihanna's, Rihanna's if, stirring chaos right now. If Rihanna gives the thumbs up, <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. think Rihanna knows a lot about the summer. Nah, Rihanna, listen, <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna, Riri is stirring chaos right now. She's a queen, but she's stirring chaos with that thumbs up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't really. Ha- I have some good, some good new music to talk about. I'm going to save it in just a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll give my plugs and then we'll end the episode. But I just wanted to say that these are the topics up on the docket for for White Boy Summer. Crocs. I, maybe we can decide amongst the three of us right now. Do you think Crocs are are in or out? Because Crocs have been kind of making a comeback. Oh, that's a tough <laughs> one. I'm. Yeah, well, I've never worn a pair of Crocs. Yeah, I never worn them. Never bought a pair. Mm-hmm. They're out. Oakley's. They're out. Yeah, let's say. Like, uh, thinking, let's do a flash round. Oakley's white. I'm not white. No. I don't know, bro. Oakley's I don't out. know. Oakley's are out. Trucker hats out. Okay. In maybe. Truck- oh, oh, trucker. Hats. <laughs> you would wear a trucker hat. Wait, wait, wait. The trucker. Hat. I don't know. I'm not white. I don't know. You I'm see the saying- did, Have you seen the Chrome Hearts trucker hat that says "fuck" on it? Those are those are in. I think trucker hats are in. Okay. Country really? music is also in for White Boy Summer. By the way, it's already been decided. Who you just said of that? Morgan Wallen? Uh, no, <laughs> let's forget about it. But <laughs> oh no, White Claws are, is on the docket. I think that I think they're in. I think that White Claws are in. I think White Claws are fun. There's no way uh, White White Claws. They are you know, they're the OG seltzer. You know, they're they're, what, they're the reason why even Travis Scott has a seltzer out now. That's true. Yeah, I don't think they can be cut. I think they're part of White Boy Summer. Taking girls on dates. White Boy Summer. Yes or no? Man, we don't do that. <laughs> what? Bro, it, it's called White Cut Boy Summer. Not, not, not us, me and you, Summer. Us, Summer. <laughs> what about Cut that the, out. What about telling your bros I love you? Is that White Boy Summer? Or is Always that... tell the bro- bros you. I, <laughs> I love you guys. No matter what season. I love you guys as well. I love you. Ankle socks? In or out? Gotta, you gotta show off those ankles. As long as they're not ashy. Okay. So house music is on here twice. I don't know if that's a mistake or not. Do you guys think house music is very white boy summer or not? I think it's probably the most essential music. It's so weird to me how like those guys are like into house music, but like probably like the shittiest form of it. And then like, they're not even listening to it. It's just in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so is that. it in or out? <laughs> yeah. Is it in or out? I don't, I'm not <laughs> white. I can't tell Eve, you. Eve, everybody can participate in white boy summer. Rihanna's yeah, getting in. Sizz is getting in. You know what I mean? Ooh. Tom Hanks is getting in. Tom Hanks is getting in. Tom Hanks. Well, if Tom's there. Tom Hanks was recently spotted wearing a white boy summer tank top, which is actually available on Chet Hanks' website right now. Just got posted one hour ago. Do you guys have a favorite Tom Hanks movie? Um, Toy Story? I do like Toy Story. Uh, Tom Hanks movie is my favorite one. I don't think it's my favorite one, though. That's that's, That's a good question. Castaway is good. Uh, dude, I like Saving Private Ryan a lot too. Mm. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan is probably a better choice. Um, I, I think I like Chet. I think I like Chet a little bit better. Though, I'm not gonna lie. I like Chet. <laughs> Who's better? Who's in or out? Chet, <laughs> Chet, Chet Hanks or Colin Hanks? Oh, now this is a hot debate. <laughs> Colin Hanks hasn't dropped heat in a long time. When's the last Isn't... time you heard about him? His safe ass. Uh, Bro, last time I heard about him was uh, the Golden Globes when he was nominated for one. Um, that was when the last time I've heard from him. That's crazy because because as oh, far as the no, Golden he... Globes go, I oh, was sorry, what were you gonna say? <laughs> no, he was in uh, what was it? The Jumanji two. Oh, he was fuck him. 
with The Rock and Kevin Hart and wait, can I play this Chet Hanks before <laughs> before we go? Can I just play the Chet Hanks at the Golden Globes video just really quick? I just I just want to get your guys' reaction to it. Because <laughs> as far as the Golden Globes go, I think nobody has been a bigger star at the Golden Globes than Chet Hanks. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chet and I coming straight from the Golden Globes. You it's Ali G. Thanks, Chet. Sacha Baron Cohen did that first. <laughs> That's true. He, he, he uh, blazed the trail for <laughs> white boys everywhere to be problematic. If he would have stuck to the accents, I would have been cool. But I don't know. We'll see what Chet does. I'm not going to hold a king, a toxic king back. (laughs) He is a toxic king. He is definitely a toxic king. I will say. He even got Rihanna on board, and that's that's a hard feat. You know, you got to be real toxic. I think, in my opinion. But um, just want to shout Take out. Shit. Just want to shout out a couple of really good tracks before we go because this is a music podcast after all. Uh, wanted to I shout out this is a Chet Hanks podcast. Well, you know what? Next week, <laughs> it, maybe it will be. Depending <laughs> <laughs> how good White Boy Summer goes. That's right. Uh, White Boy Spring. Is- <laughs> That's right. Wanted to shout out a couple of good songs. Um, Buzz Cut with uh, featuring Danny Brown by Brockhampton. Pretty good song. I, I like it a lot. Has has some good energy to it. Definitely better than. Um- anything off of uh, their last album yeah it, the, my main problem with it is it doesn't really feature any of the other people it's mostly just kevin and then a couple of ad-libs by the other members and then danny you know i have a bit of a problem with that because it is brock hampton after all it's supposed to be the whole group but it's like i don't know i don't really like a lot of the members of their group at this point i don't like bareface i don't like joba i think they kind of weigh the sound down so i guess they kind mm-hmm. of even it out and just be like all right like let me just release a banger it'll just be me and like some of them in the background and then Danny Brown doing a really killer verse, like cool. Um, shelter by shelter song by ice age. It's another really good song. They kind of like slowed down there. They have like a seventies kind of blues rock mixed with modern punk rock type sound or post punk rather sound that I really enjoy. Uh, uh, whiplash by the horrors, really great song and great, great industrial rock song. Sounds a lot like ministry. Um, I have little Nas X on this list, uh, but I don't think it's the best track of the week. By far, <laughs> not very good. I think um, it's definitely worth uh, checking out. Yeah, um, you know, it's it, it's not the it's not going to be the next Old Town Road. Uh, at least I hope not. What a, what a high bar. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, right. The the number one song ever. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, as far as as far as Little Nas X goes, I wanted to I wanted to recommend a better uh, dev, uh, devilish. Uh, kind of inappropriate, out of pocket type of song. This is "Spirit of the Beehive." Uh, the song is called "I Suck the Devil's Cock." Uh, it's a lot better than I than you would think. Uh, I highly recommend this track. <laughs> it's a really Man, you're giving Lil Nas X shit, but you're just like, "Yo, listen to this." It's literally some dude sucking cock. It's, <laughs> it's not so good. It's not a video or a song about the guy sucking cock. The song <laughs> is just called "I Suck the Devil's Cock." Mm-hmm. It's a good song. <laughs> it's a very good song. Mm-hmm. It's like very, very scuzzy, industrial, glitchy kind of rock music, which I guess I'm into now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and again, to cap off, uh, you know, Women's Month, I want to shout out two women that are that made some really good songs, uh, you know, this week. 
Mia Madden, who I did a recent yeah, interview with. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, she did a song. She, she did. She made a. Re- her song is really good. The production is super good. Uh, very poppy, as she was saying, but like not um, too radio sounding. I don't know. It still sounds kind of indie. Still sound has that kind of like flair to it, where it's not like generic. She she did a really good job on that one. I I give her props for that one. And I also want to yeah. give props to a form another former guest of our show's sister, Corey LeRae, who's been making crazy waves in the hip hop industry now. So that's Chavo's sister, who we did an interview with. You know, way back when, uh, she released her new song "Big Purr" with <laughs> Pusha yeah, T. Yeah, that song yeah. was cool. It's I pretty like good. That song. You know, it's kind of a banger. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it, it, it was definitely better than like the other stuff I saw on the Pusha T album. So I was like, this is if this is like, I, I feel like he found a good lane on that. And Quilleroy was a good feature, or was it her song? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he featured, his, but it's kind of like oh, a duo almost. You know, they kind of yeah, go back yeah. and forth. Yeah, it felt like mm-hmm. a duo. Yeah. They did a good job on that one. And then I wanted to shout out also, I think this is something you'd be, that you'd be interested in, Eve. Just wanted a, one last recommendation for the you know Women's Month. Uh, Mannequin Pussy put out a new song. Oh, I love Mannequin Pussy. Pretty I didn't good. know that they put out a song, though. That's yeah, sick. Call Control. It's pretty good. It's like they, they have a lot of like really good attitude control where it's like they can be soft and then just burst into like anger. Hell yeah. I'll definitely check that out. I'm, just, I'm excited, dude. I love Mannequin. I mean... That was they. I didn't think they released in 2019 as well. Just to go with my theory of 2019 being the best year for indie music. Yeah, it was a fucking solid year. But um, yeah, it was so good. <laughs> but yeah, before yeah, before we wrap it up and before I edit a lot of that crazy shit out, <laughs> wild. <laughs> this has been a fun episode. Um, just wanted to ask you guys if you have any other things to recommend or anything else to say before we wrap up. Um. <clears throat> You know, I I do got one thing to Joe say. Joe Biden is the worst fucking president. <laughs> That's what I have to say. <laughs> what? Uh, so here's what I'm gonna say about that. Either. As far as like, as far as, as, far as white boy summer goes, he's very anti MAGA. So oh. are you saying that Donald Trump is not the worst president? <laughs> I'm we, saying. Can we I'm put saying, it slightly below? <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm unsure who who the lesser of two evils was in this election. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure who the lesser of two evils is. I think that it was Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I read some shit online. Shit is. Bro, I hate him. I hate him. He, him and Kamala. Oh, no. I fucking hate them. They're awful. But I will. Say, I'm going to put Donald Trump just just below because. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just want to say. I mean, at least he put a cop in as his VP. I mean, that nigga was crazy too. But he put a Q-tip. He put a an anti-Q-tip. Q-tip. 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 <laughs> Yo, <laughs> sorry, I literally could not think of anything else to say. It's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, "Don't fall up those stairs." He's like, "He's like anything you want to say." I'm like, "What? What's what's a, what's a crucial message I gotta get out to the public?" <laughs> you were just like, "Yo, he's been the worst president." <laughs> I felt like that was like when how Mike Myers felt when Kanye West was just like George Bush doesn't care about black people, and I'm just like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, what was to say to that? I mean, he's right, but, like, <laughs> I didn't expect it. <laughs> now everybody thinks George Bush is cool because he fucking paints. He's fucking war criminal. <laughs> he, yeah, Joe Biden is trash. 
Yeah, no, yeah. no, but you got cut that. That was horrible. I can't. I can't <laughs> I'm that but, fucking, we need to get canceled so quickly. Yeah, I'm get like, shit out of here. Nah, People are like, what did you say about Joe? The CIA is listening right now, bro. They're going to they're gonna cut my brakes, bro. Next thing I know. <laughs> All right, do you actually want to cut that or not? Because we don't have to. <laughs> no, let's, I mean, look. Uh, it was very funny. All right, we'll keep it. Keep <laughs> yeah. It, keep it. <laughs> now, Troy, do you have anything to recommend? Um. Oh, to recommend? I mean, I do yeah. have music to recommend. Yeah, that was point. Oh, I thought uh, you just meant anything to say in general. <laughs> I mean, I guess. In general. Um, yeah, so um, I guess... Sorry, how do I even, you know... How do you come back from that? You got any yeah. music to recommend, yes or no? <laughs> Let's um, end this, I'm dying. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. All right, um, wait, I'm, I'm about to go. If you if you don't have anything, I just need I, one I second. I just got one it. song, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, I'm, I really like the song Be Sweet by Japanese Breakfast. No, you should actually check it out. It, it's, a, it's a real fun song. Um, it kind of reminds me of like an 80s pop song. Um, she just sounds like r- really great on there. The choruses are just really fun. And uh, I think it's just like a nice little uh, song to have on when, like, you have all the you know, windows down your car, you're just cruising through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Japanese Breakfast has always been pretty good. I like their song Roadhead. I don't know if you ever heard that song from their last mm-hmm. album. That's a good one. Yeah, that was a good song. Very, like, yeah, indie, vibey. Um, okay, so, guys, I have three songs. Look oh, at that. All right. Look at that. I know. Okay, so the first is uh, it's called Our Disconnect. Mm-hmm. Uh, by a band called Reliance, they're like a metalcore, um, like like kind of yeah metalcore like vibey um, band. Really cool guitar uh, production. Um, you know this song kind of got me into their dis- uh, their discovery. Excuse me, their discography, um, and I found a lot of cool tracks um, from their last album. So definitely check them out if you're into like some metalcore shit. Um, second song is called, uh, Fragmentation of a Soothed Soul by Canula. Um, Canula is like a post hardcore band. Um, and they're comprised of like a few different band members from a few different groups. Um, but Fragmentation of a Soothed Soul, really cool. Um, Canula is all about focusing on like the work of Carl Jung. Um, so if you're kind of like into like, you know, um, that kind of stuff. Um, definitely check it out. Definitely will be looking for them. It's their first song, so um, oh shit. you know, nice. yeah. There's gonna be some music coming out. There's gonna be. Uh, they're definitely gonna be releasing some new music, but this was like their first single, so it was definitely super cool to uh, to hear them. And it's such a sick song. I work out to it all the time now. Yeah. So the third um, single is, or the third song that I found was called Amazonia um, by Gojira. Um, you know, Gojira is like the super popular. Uh, oh, they have another single. Yeah, it's called Amazonia. Um, the last one was good as hell. I, yeah, I mean, like I like I'm I've never like been super into Gojira, but mm-hmm. like I'm trying to get into them. So I checked out Amazonia. Um, it didn't do it for me, but like there's two more songs on this. Like I guess it's like these three songs released on this like single. I guess so. I'm gonna listen to those two. Um, see if I can, you know, get into Gojira. Cause like all my friends tell me I should listen to them, but I've never been able to like, you know, like get hooked. You know what I mean? They're like a less exciting Slipknot, I guess. You'd say that's the way that I think of them. Cause I've always seen them open for Slipknot. Um, mm. and I heard the song Born, Born for One Thing. That's one of their newer singles. And I thought yeah. that was a pretty good one. 
Yeah, Born for One Thing. That I, I see that on here too. Yeah, so I'm gonna check those other, and then the other one's called um, Another World. So I'll check that one, those two out. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I guess it's definitely gonna be leading the, leading up to an album that you know we can review at some point, which would be cool. But um, all right. Well, if you guys have nothing else to say, uh, you know, definitely not about the current presidents that are in office. Uh, <laughs> we could probably end this episode. Uh, <laughs> just. I mean, listen, man. You know, <laughs> just wanted to say happy birthday to Ryan coming up on Wednesday. We're going to annoy the shit out of our downstairs neighbors who suck uh, by playing a ton of drill. As Ryan requested, we're going to be all in sweatsuits um, blasting, you know, pop smoke and UK drill music. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Sounds beautiful. It's going to be great. So it's great, man. You know, signing off is Ryan signing off. Steve signing off. It's Troy saying goodbye. Oh,